Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. And welcome in. The weekend is now underway. Another piping hot edition of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. Fresh out of the oven. I hope you've had a wonderful week and you've enjoyed the shenanigans on the overnight show all the nonsense that has taken place. We had the great game show scandal involving Eddie Garcia and Justin Cooper, and we're still working through that on the show. It was quite the week involving a regular caller, Justin in Cincinnati, in cahoots with Eddie and Koopa Loop conspiring against me. But we're not here to talk about that. This, the Friday podcast, an opportunity, realizing that on the radio, we have a format which does not lend itself to interviews. I can come in early and tape a bunch of interviews. I know some of my competitors do that, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to do taped radio. I don't want to take part in that. Uh, it, it, It needs to be live. The podcast format, which is obviously on demand, is a much different animal. And that is the domain that we are in now. And why not take advantage? 
and schmooze with some of our friends who happen to be NFL types. Today is an NFL day. And the last couple of weeks have been NFL heavy weeks. It kind of pays the bills around here. And we are very excited to welcome for the first time to the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G podcast, a living, breathing NFL insider. You've heard him on Fox Sports Radio, various shows over the years. He hosts his own radio show. He's regularly on NFL radio on Sirius XM. He's based in Philadelphia, spent a long time as an NFL guru at ESPN. He has broken many a story over the years, some of them big, some of them not so big. That's part of the job. And so without further ado, let's welcome in Adam Kaplan, who joins us now on the podcast. And Adam, I actually met you in Los Angeles at Radio Row. That was my maiden voyage. We had not met before. My maiden voyage to the Super Bowl. But I know that's your domain, right? You're there all the time. Yeah, Ben, good to be with you. Yeah, yeah. My first Super Bowl was 0-2. The game was terrible. It was the Bucks raiders Okay. Uh, it was awful, but the, the week was phenomenal in San Diego. I have to say, of all the Super Bowls I've been to, it was the best week. You, obviously, you can't beat the weather. The stadium was old. That's why they, they stopped having it there and why the Chargers moved. But uh, it, the week was fantastic. You, did, you As you know, Ben, anytime you don't need a car to get around, this is well before Uber, it's a good thing because all the events were handled uh, near the gas Sam district in downtown San Diego. Yeah. For sure. But uh, just being part of that event was great. And, and uh, meeting you and some of the other people there was, was wonderful. So you are an NFL insider. That is a very cool title to have, among other titles that you own. Is this something that you set out to do, Adam, or did you stumble into this type of job? Well, it's funny, Ben. As far as the title, let me just address this. I didn't want the title. They gave it to me at ESPN. I, we had to have it. Because, you know, in this business, you have to have some sort of title. I find it corny, but I'm like, all right, it, it, I understand. We, For those of us who cover the NFL full-time for a living, you're going to know some things that maybe the fan won't know or some of the, you know, if you cover the entire league, so maybe the, the beat writer who's good may not know certain things I know, and I get it. That's just the way it is. So, uh, yeah, I started covering the league uh, really in 2000. Uh, from an injury standpoint, I was known as one of the top injury insiders in the country. And then I just kind of, transferred into not just injuries, but contracts and hires and firings and transactions and stuff like that. That's kind of what happens when you cover the league from a national basis. You know, I, I when I worked for foxsports.com for a year, uh, leading up to the lockout 11, that's exactly what I was doing. So, yeah, that's what I've done for the last uh, 20 years or so. Is there a golden rule to being an insider? Is there is there something that you follow that's the secret? I would say, Ben, never stop having a thirst for knowledge. You never know as much as you think you know. And that's kind of been the story of my career and why I got into it. Because I, growing up in Philly, I just felt like I was not learning enough. I wanted to know, why did, they, why did the Eagles, in this case, because I'm from that market, why did they sign that player? Why did they trade that player? Why did they cut that player? Why did the coaches call that play? You know, I, yes, I, I handle a lot of transactions and movement in the league. But I also, as a fan, I love the game, Ben. A lot of reporters don't love the game, unfortunately. They're just they they like doing it, but they don't love they love covering the league, but they may not love football as much as I do. Uh, and I wanted to learn about how you put together a game plan. Why did you call that play? Why is that guy benched? That was really the, the I would say the impetus and 
one of the big reasons why I became uh, someone who was very interested in cover the league. Was there a particular Eagles team, Adam, that you fell in love with, or was it just growing up you just watched the Eagles all the time because you're from that area? Well, it's, what's funny, Ben, is, and I think you know this as an NFL fan and someone who's been observing the league for, for decades, just because you grew up in an area doesn't mean you're always a fan of that team, and no matter what sport it is. Like in the NBA, I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan, although I love the Mavericks. I also love the Sixers. I actually was a Raiders fan growing up, in addition to being an Eagles fan because I grew up here. Then at one point, you know, you have to pick sort of – you can't be a fan of two teams, I think, when, you, when you're a fan of NFL teams. So I want a, more of an Eagles fan than a season ticket holder. But, Ben, the thing – what happens is when you cover the league, you stop being a fan and you when – you, particularly when you cover all 32 teams, the fandom for rooting leaves you. I don't what, – what Eagles do or win or lose does not matter to me. It's just like that with all 32 teams. I, I root for coaches and executives to keep their jobs – because there's a lot of turnover, but I, it doesn't matter to me who wins or loses. Now, are you like me as a talk show host doing, and you do radio as well, but doing the uh, overnight yeah. show, I'm always looking for the story. I'm, I want the story. I want the sure. good talk sure. radio. That's sure. what I want. Sure. I, I don't necessarily care who wins or loses per se, obviously from, you know, I, I gamble occasionally. So that from that part of it, I care, but uh, I, I just want the great story to talk about. That's what I'm looking for. I, I don't know. All the other stuff's like, ah, it's great and all that, but I want to know the story. And are, have you become that guy now? Because that's you've been in the media a long time. That's when you know you've crossed over, when you're just going for the story. You just want the story. Well, well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. So over times in my career, there have been reports that I've had where maybe I, under, I underestimated the, the, the magnitude of the story that I put out when I worked at ESPN. I don't, I don't, really care how big the story is i'm just after the story the importance of it because i know it's important to so, you know, anyone uh we would drive stories by our reporting well, no doubt about it but i wasn't worried about sticking my chest out well i had a big story today it, it was cool but it was just about the information getting it out and moving on to the next one now this week you know or, or recent stories the, the kyler murray contract fascinating and i, I know you, you you know in fox sports radio you guys have been covering it that's just fascinating to me. That that that's just very interesting. I've never heard of a contract language because I've covered. I, I specialize in contract reporting. People who follow my career probably know this, and I've never heard of language in there for making sure the player, the quarterback, studies. I mean, I've never heard anything like that. And by the way, that's a major sports talk radio topic. I get that as a sports talk radio host for over well over twenty years, almost twenty five. Yeah, I'm I'm big on big national stories like you are. It's just you and I may see them differently. What's more important to you? You might like if you're an, if you're a, a hot take guy, you may find something that somebody said that that has something to do with the NFL more of a hot take where I look at it differently. Yeah, the Kyler Murray story is a ten. Uh, I'm right. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. It is yeah. fascinating. Like if you have an employee, like I, I look at it like if I was running a business, Adam, and I had an employee that was not putting the right work in, why would I give them? this massive contract and that so it's like the Cardinals are doing two different things here. They're rewarding Kyler Murray with this massive amount of money, the, the riches of Solomon. But at the same time, they're also admitting you're not really doing what you're supposed to be doing here. So it's very odd that they would do that. I, why do you think they went down that road? Well, let's be honest about it, Ben. I think you just hit on it. They, they, they obviously felt, that they need to hold them accountable in some way. Now, Murray, by the way, did not have to agree to this. Any, by the way, the big thing we, we should give a, have a little to the teaching moment. Tape study, which is the all twenty-two, is 
paramount to quarterback development. And Kyler Berry, by the way, has been a solid quarterback. He's gotten better. He, he, he struggled late in the season because of the loss of DeAndre Hopkins. That, that could tell their offense. But, yeah, you, it's certainly not a great sign when you're, when you're saying, okay, if you want this deal, you have to grade a certain amount of hours and, and the way we want it done. Now, we don't – here's the question. Yes, we know he did tape study. But what did they not like in his response to – for instance, you know, you go in, you know, quarterbacks go in, they watch the tape of the coaches, and then did he not have good recall? Was he, was he fuzzy on some of the details? So there's got to be a reason, Ben, I think you hit on it, why they felt they needed to put this in there, and that's the point. Well, and getting to the bottom of it, though, Adam, because, you know, I, I saw – Earlier this week, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, a bunch of the players, and they're they're obviously towing the company line. They're saying all the right things about uh, Kyler, but clearly there's a disconnect somewhere along the way. And I put him. I I talked about this on on my show the other night uh, that Kyler's one of these guys, and you see this probably all the time being in locker rooms. Adam, there's a lot of guys that play football that it's not their passion, it's not their life's love. Mm-hmm. They just happen to be good at it or they can make a lot of money at it. And I I put Kyler in that category. I, I, I get the sense if it wasn't for his father and some of the people around him, he'd be playing baseball right now. And if it was up to him, he might just be playing video games. I don't know where football falls on the spectrum, but I, I put him in that category. Is that a fair statement to make or is that unfair? Well, I, it's a little bit unfair because we don't know exactly how much he puts in or what his first leg. You would have to be very close to him. His dad, by the way, has been a coach. So obviously, he comes from a football background. We know about the baseball and his background, but they want to they want a way to make sure. And it's not like he they're forcing to study eighty hours a week. They only they put a minimal of time in, which he's going to do anyway. But I just I'm with you. It is very curious why he and his agent and another side to this, which is fascinating. His agent Eric Burkhart also represents the head coach Cliff Kingsbury. It's just a fascinating uh, s- scenario for the quarterback and the head coach. Uh, to be working together and they have the same agent. Yeah. Well, we I, I see that a lot in the media business, though, right? I mean, there's guys that have uh, the, yeah. the same agent and get jobs and stuff like that. But uh, I hear what you're saying on that. Now, I, I'm going to bring up the- – Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket When it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
stats, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Sean Watson here, Adam, which is a dangerous point of reference because at the time we're talking, uh, this has not been adjudicated. There's a lot of chatter that something's going to come down. So in the most general of ways here, is, is the... Moment of reckoning, shall we say, uh, going to happen here in the next uh, 10 days. This is obviously airing on a Friday. So are we closing in on this or is this just completely open ended? This thing can drag into the regular season. I was told by a very strong league source, expect it, expect Judge Sue Robinson, the former district, former federal judge. It would take at least two to three weeks for her to go over both legal briefs from the NFL PA side and the and the NFL side. Because remember, she's the one who has to do it, and she has to make her decision, and she's not going to rush through it because there's a lot of notes. There's a lot of information given by both sides. But the, the source said it's a reasonable expectation it will take at least two to three weeks, which means at the end of July is when we could have an answer to answer your question. That's the best I could give you because that's what I was told by someone I trust. Yeah, and there's been all kinds of chatter. And Adam, I, I'm sure you've seen it. You've heard the same yeah, stuff I've yeah. heard. He, everything from he's going to get suspended for the season to he's going to get a very minimum suspension and uh, some saying he's not even going to be punished at all. Uh, what, what have you heard that you believe is the most credible regarding Deshaun Watson's punishment? I'm going to take, take a little bit of a different slant, but within what you're asking, the way that one attorney who's dealt with the NFL for years explained to me, he goes, look, if you look at some of these penalties that have been reduced over the years, historical precedent matters. No matter how bad it looks for Watson on the surface, it, if the, the NFL PA, particularly Jeffrey Kessler, who's the NFL's NFL PA's attorney, who has won so many cases and done a, some people have called him a thorn in on the, uh, against the NFL for years because he's won a lot. And he's had, he's had penalties reduced. Kessler's a master at it. If, if, if he could find a way to get the potential suspension reduced, well, think of it this way. And this is also very, this is really interesting and, and important to note. And I don't know why the NFLPA agreed to this, but if there's, if Sue Robinson recommends no games, it cannot be appealed. If she recommends four, six, eight, ten, it absolutely can be appealed. And that's the key here is, and remember, then here's the key point that, the appeals officer is the commissioner or his designee, and obviously that, that person will be severely biased towards the NFL. That's the part I don't understand why the, why the NFL here would agree to that. But there, there are givebacks and negotiations. That's a massive giveback. So just think of it this way. If Watson gets suspended 
there's a very good chance it could be increased, not decreased. But historically, if he gets off from from this from the situation, it's it's going to be because somehow, some way, Sue Robinson felt historical precedent precedent was taken largely into account and quite frankly would be ignoring some very strong evidence that something occurred. Yeah. And this is an unprecedented situation. I mean, guys have gotten in trouble, right? We we all know that over the years, but the volume, the number Mm -hmm. of accusers. So this is uncharted water here for the NFL and, uh, and Roger Goodell and what, and whatnot. Uh, So we'll see what happens with that. Now, Lamar Jackson, turning the page here, Adam, yeah, Lamar yep. Jackson. I heard from my buddy in Baltimore that said the Ravens have offered Lamar Jackson the second largest amount of money in the NFL uh, as far as quarterbacks are concerned behind the aforementioned Deshaun Watson. But he hasn't agreed to the contract. And I don't know how much of that is actually real money and how much of that is fake money and how much of, how much of that is guaranteed and whatnot. But if it doesn't get done here, does Lamar Jackson enter free agency or is he just going to be franchise tagged year after year after year, like similar to Kirk Cousins was? in Washington yeah, well, a couple years ago. Yeah, Ben, here, here's the situation. So Kyler was kind of like with Kyler Murray. You know, the Cardinals did not have to do that deal. They could have just waited and and had him. Now, the difference is that, remember, Murray was drafted one year after uh, Jackson. But all they had to do is the Cardinals could have tagged him. The, the, the Cardinals could have just simply rolled over his fifth-year option, tagged him twice, and had him under control plus the season for four years. Just... But they wanted they they wanted to do right by the player. Yes, they got they got a huge break on the, the fully guaranteed money. Now with Jackson, you mentioned this. The key here is fully guaranteed money at signing. Let's say let's say a guarantee uh, it's reported, and I you know I've reported on a lot of these things, so I can just explain it to you. Let's say the total guarantees are 160 million, 90 million, 100 million are fully guaranteed at signing, meaning if they cut the player, they still own that money. The rest of it. The rest of the guarantees, let's say the rest of the 60 to 50 million, he has to be on the roster on the third year. On the, in the third year, on March 15th, then all that money becomes fully guaranteed. So they're going to cut him after, you, after you, year two, Ben, if they don't think he plays well. That's all you need to know with all these contract negotiations. It's not like NBA contracts. They have so many rules. NFL contracts are very easy to explain, and that's really it. And, yes, it's, it's the fully guaranteed money it's signing is my understanding. Now, here's the other problem. He does not have an agent. This deal would have been done last year. Trust me on that. If he had any agents done quarterback deals, this would have been done last year. And the Ravens want him. They, they adore Lamar Jackson. He'll never walk. It's not going to happen. They want him to be their guy. And, and don't forget, their offense starts with him but with the run game. That, that's what people need to understand. But, Adam, at the same time, from a uh, if you look at the way Lamar Jackson plays and the style of play, from a team perspective, to go year to year would actually probably be the better. It would be rude to Lamar, but from the team's perspective, if you're the Ravens, wouldn't you be better off doing that? Just saying, all right, this guy's he's a high-risk guy to get hurt, so we'll just go year to year. He'll make a ton of money each year, but that's it. We're, we're not going to have a long-term commitment. No, they won't do that. Uh, I mean, no, no. I mean, look, here's the deal. They want to get a deal done. They know they have what's called the, the franchise marker if they need to use it. They could use it twice. They'd rather not do that. They'd rather like to take care of them and not ask them to do that. It's the one position in the NFL, other than Kirk Cousins, there are very few players, very few starting quarterbacks that don't get that extension. In fact, teams are doing it now after the third year. That's the by the CBA. That's that's you have to wait three years to to extend a drafted player. 
they don't, they don't, because he's the face of the franchise. The teams are not waiting anymore. They think it's really rude to be answered. They just don't think it's right as a leader to make, because it, it's way too much heat on the club. And by the way, when you do it early, you're getting a huge break on the guarantees. That's, that's the, the thing that, that fans don't understand. You do this early, you're, you're getting it. You're getting it. You're getting a give back from the agent. Okay, we'll, st- we'll extend you now, but you're not getting a fully guaranteed contract if you're going to do it this early. Now, where are you on the salary cap? You're the perfect guy to bring up, uh, Adam, uh, the salary cap. I, I talk about this all the time. I, I'm a salary cap truther. I believe that you can finagle the numbers with the salary yeah. cap. We've seen the Rams do this. And every time I see teams that say, well, we can't come up with the money when they re- release a player, I, I it reminds me of my experience in the radio business where if they really want to keep somebody, they're going to find the money. And I think the right. same thing goes on in the NFL – and uh, it always bothers me when people call up radio shows like the one I do and say, well, you know, they just can't afford the money. They got to release this guy. I'm like, no, look at what the Rams have been able to do. You can move the numbers around. That's always been my belief on this. Where are you at on that? Adam? Let me let me address the Rams situation. What they actually did is they walked away from three or four players. They have a core of eight or nine players they're paying, and that's really it. The rest are on mid to low level deals, and they have they have very poor depth at certain positions. As one one uh, one team told me, who's already examined the roster, they the Rams have made it pretty clear how they're going to win. They're going to win with their core players. They pay those core players for like five or six of them big time money, and that's it. And they they just don't they just are willing to walk away because they have to because you can't pay everybody. See, that's that's the thing that they're doing, which is which is sort of different, sort of different, but not that different. But you're right on manipulating the cap. What you do is you just you kick the can down the road. So many teams restructure, restructure, restructure. Now, the reason why teams think they're going to get away with it, not just the Rams, but other teams, Ben, the cap is going to take a major jump at 23. This is when the big new TV money hits. 2023 is the big number. And that that's why you see teams massively restructuring because they know the cap numbers will go up, but the, the salary cap is going to go up. So you're right. No, they teams know this. There's a lot of maneuverability within the cap. There are very few, let me make this perfectly clear, because this, this is on your question and your point. There are very few cap casualties. It's very rare in today's NFL for a team to walk away from a player. That was different from when I, when I first started covering the league in 99, 2000. All sorts of cap casualties because the cap was much smaller. Yeah. And, and speaking of quarterbacks getting paid, you're, you're in an interesting location. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
tickets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. There in the Philadelphia area with Jalen Hurts, I'm not convinced he's the guy. Other people seem, seem to think he is the guy, Adam. So the Eagles, if you look at his contract, this is a big year for Jalen Hurts. Does he get the next extension? Does he get the big extension or do the Eagles go a different direction? First of all, he's on a contract uh, next year. This is third year of his four-year deal. So they don't have to do anything. He was not a first-round pick, so he does not have a fifth-year option. For him just to be the starter next season, but not only will they have to make the playoffs, he will have to be a big reason why. Whereas they won with him, they have to be, he has to be a, be a big reason why they won. And he was not last year. Yes, he was part of the run game, which was the best of the National Football League since week six. The fact of the matter is he's got to play better from a passing standpoint. It clearly was not good enough. Uh, but they feel, talking to the Eagles, they feel like then he had a much better offseason because he's in the same offense for the first time in his football playing career for, for two years since early in high school. But are, are the Eagles a legitimate good team or are they just a product of the schedule they played last year? Well, it's funny. You're right. They had a very good schedule. and They, they got smoked by the Bucks in the playoffs. I'm going to give him credit. It was Nick Sirianni's first season. They didn't have a very good roster last season. They've addressed just about every need in one way or the other. They've got, in the NFC, a top four, top five roster. They're, barring something unforeseen, they'll be a wild card team, and they could be the first team, Ben. And this is an unbelievable stat, which I find hard to believe, but it's absolutely true. I've looked it up several times just to make sure. We have not had a repeat winner in the NFC East in 19 years. Since 2004, Ben. Is that It'll right? be 19 years. Yes, wow. yes. When the Eagles won back-to-back-to-back championships, 0-2, How's that possible when you only have four teams in that division? But it's true. Yeah, not only that, but it seems like for stretches, Washington, the Giants have been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the Cowboys were mediocre for a while. Hey, speaking of the Cowboys, if the Eagles win the division, does that mean Mike McCarthy is doing television next year? Yeah, yeah. I know. With Jason Guy, I know. It's hilarious. Look, everybody knows that that Sean Payton's very close to Jerry Jones. We all know that. It's not a secret. That would obviously be his number one candidate uh, if, if uh, McCarthy's can. But let me just say this about Jerry Jones, because my Cowboys people always remind me of this. Jerry's actually very patient. Remember how many times that the fans wanted Jason Garrett fired? Like, it, it was like a three- or four-year period. He just wouldn't fire him. And he finally did it, which, you know, I, not that I wish anyone to be fired, but by merit, by the team collapsing, it's it's tough to coach with Jerry Jones. It just is because he's the owner slash general manager, and he does embarrass the coaches from time to time. That's just the way it is. It's hard to coach there. I know guys have worked there, 
he does pay pretty well. But the thing is, he 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 lets the head coaches stay, but he will get involved with coaches' assistants being let go. That that has happened over time. But Jason Garrett was part of the family, right? Mike McCarthy, he's not really part of the family. Isn't that the difference? Wouldn't that be the difference to change coaches? Yeah, I mean, maybe so. Maybe so, because he played there. I get it. There may be some truth to that, but then I'm just telling you, Jerry's got had a lot of patience. For all the losing they've had over the last 25 years in terms of not winning many playoff games, so they're not getting back to the Super Bowl since 95, 94, 95 area. Uh, look, they have not won as much as you Cowboy fans would like. They draft pretty well. Uh, they have not developed the players well enough, and that's certainly been an issue. Well, and Jerry's been the master, though, of keeping the Cowboys relevant in, in our business. Uh, he's, yeah. a, he's, he's a maestro. It's unbelievable. Uh, and we love it. No, we lo- look, we, he's a human soundbite. He's the greatest. You never know what he's going to say at his advanced age, well into his 70s. His son, Stephen, is a little bit more sedate. They're a very interesting family, uh, no question about it. And Look, there's never a dull moment in Big D. Uh, I look forward, hopefully, to going to Oxnard soon to, to visit the Cowboys. And uh, that, that's a, always a fun camp because there's always some co- kind of side story where the Cowboys typically been of waiting too long to extend contracts. That, that's a yet another issue the Cowboys have had over the years. All right. Well, uh, moving on from the Cowboys, Bill Belichick did something that is seemingly out of character this week. He was buttering the biscuits of Mac Jones. Uh, very odd. I, I know, I guess in the past, he's he had said some good things about Tom Brady. Somebody, some, one of my friends in Boston told me when Brady was <laughs> early on his career, he was praising him too. And But it just seems like that's out of character for Belichick, the way he's operated for the last 20 years. Uh, what do you make of that, Adam? Is, is that legitimate? Is there some kind of other message Belichick's trying to get out when he was just waxing poetic about how great Mac Jones has looked? All right, two things. I'm told by a very strong Patriot source that Mac Jones is incredibly smart and processes very well. What that means is he's given a lot of volume in the playbook. He was well ahead last year of where most rookies would be, and yes, they they feel very strongly about it. But let's not forget all the praise that Belichick heaped on Cam Newton. So before we – we have to understand Bill Belichick will do things for strategic reasons – I want, you know, he always wants to prove that he's right. And I'm a, I'm a Belichick supporter, quite frankly. I'm, I'm a, not a hater at all. But Bill is like other coaches. They do things st- for strategic reasons. Bill doesn't he praise just to do it. He does it sometimes because he wants to show that he's right. Whatever the case may be, I, I, I strongly suspect that uh, Bill did that for a reason, to get it out there that this is his guy. And don't forget, Ben, the craziness of the lack of an offensive coordinator and whoever's going to call the plays, whether it's Matt Patricia, who, who's worked with the quarterbacks, I'm told, uh, really since the, since the spring, or if it's Joe Judge, I mean, you tell me, man, that's just bizarre to me. Actually, I think it's Judge who's worked with the quarterbacks, Patricia with the offensive line. But anyway, these guys have never called plays before. They've never developed the quarterback. It's just bizarre. I, I don't get what Belichick's doing here. Why would you want to do that with a young quarterback? Well, plus you're going to know the first quarter of the first game, right? You just look on the sidelines. You're going to have a pretty good idea who's who's the one. Uh, yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah, and, and Bill, by the way, Bill will be heavily involved, and it's not like he won't be involved. Yeah. So, well, speaking of odd situations, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, who always seemingly have a good team every year, Mike Tomlin, no more Ben Roethlisberger, although he's been pretty 
uh, pretty mediocre the last couple of years of his career, but now they, they don't have an established quarterback. Are the Steelers going to be any good this year, Adam? I do. Uh, I do. And they're going to open more. Of the... Hang on one second. I'm here for media. Thanks. Uh, yeah, they, they, here's the thing, Ben. They will definitely do more uh, because with Ben Rosberg, with his the lack of downfield throwing, they were very limited to what they can do. So, yeah, they're going to open it up a little bit. And you got two athletic quarterbacks who are obviously much younger, almost 20 years younger than Rotsberger. Yeah, they're going to be fun. I'll be, I'll be at their camp very soon. I look forward to seeing it and, re, and uh, re-engaging with the coaches and seeing what's going to be a little different. But you're going to see some different things uh, with their quarterback situation. All right, we'll get you out of here on this. So Russell Wilson is in Denver now. He's still doing the same crazy stuff on social media and all that. Uh, how how big an impact? Obviously, he's been a great player in Seattle, never an MVP-type player. So what do you expect from Russell Wilson with his new team in Denver? Ben, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to pick them to win the AFC West. I know it's a great division. I know Denver was, what, 7-10 last season. It's all because of the quarterback. They're going to be very aggressive. There will be no micromanaging of Russell Wilson in the passing game like Pete, with, like with Pete Carroll in Seattle. No, the, here's the difference. First of all, the head coach with Denver is actually going to call the plays in Nate Hackett. So things are being aggressive. They've got tremendous talent at tight end, running back, and wide receiver. Denver, Brand, Denver Bronco fans strap in. It's going to be a fun year. Adam, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And we'll have you on again. And uh, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. You got it, my friend. Anytime. Thank you. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.